Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message, It Feels Like We Are the Losers. It feels like we are the losers. I love what my wife says, Wendy, in her book, Victorious Emotions. Feelings don't validate truth. They just validate what we believe. Feelings don't validate truth. They just validate what we believe. I was doing a Facebook Live with her recently, and she said something I've heard her say, but it really hit me. She said, when we have a negative emotion, we're not to try to get rid of the emotion, but we need to find out what is the belief creating that emotion. And that's what needs to be targeted. What am I believing? And certainly we know that feelings don't validate truth. And we all at times have what I call cave time. In 1 Kings 19, the prophet Elijah was in a cave and what he thought was true was not true even though it felt really true. What he thought was true was not true even though it feels, it felt true. And that's really the sign or the symptom of being in a spiritual cave. He was in a physical cave and a spiritual cave. And because of tiredness, disappointment, spiritual warfare, he, he made wrong conclusions about what was true. He said this, I'm the only one that's left. I'm the only one left. God, aren't you glad you have me? Now, even prophets don't get it right all the time. Because we can be prophesying out of our own tiredness, frustration, disappointment, spiritual warfare, and get it wrong. And God gave Elijah a perspective upgrade. And he said, I've got 7,000 that haven't bowed the knee to Baal. In other words, Mr. Prophet, there's 7,000 times more going on than you think is going on. I even believe in this hour right now of coronavirus, political turmoil, all that's happening in society, that we need to be careful about what we're concluding. And certainly, we should not conclude that we're the losers. Now, all of us at times will feel like we're losing, but we don't create an identity out of it. And all, all, the scoreboard can say we're losing, but we're not losers. The pundits may say victory is impossible, but we believe in something higher. And many right now feel that they and their values are losing right now. And I'm not going to comment specifically about what's going on or the different approaches that we can take to what's happening, especially in America. My purpose today is to give you hope. That's what we do at Igniting Hope. My, my purpose today is to give you a different perspective right now, no matter how this all shakes out. And I've been greatly impacted by playing and coaching sports. Some of the things that I've learned from sports are how to push myself to do what I did not think I could do, how to sacrifice for a goal, 
the values, the value of practicing and repetition of the fundamentals so that I don't even have to think about it when I get into a game, how to overcome adversity, how to understand my assignment and role on a team and understand other people's assignment, which will be different than mine, how to work with others. I remember going into the locker room at halftime of a game when we were losing by a lot, discouragement was growing because we were tired, we were disappointed, our plan was not working like we thought it would work, our weaknesses were being exposed by a seemingly superior opponent, my teammates have, were making mistakes, have made mistakes, I, I made mistakes. The referees and officials seemed to be favoring the other team. That was our perception. And it feels like our biggest problem. We are playing in our opponent's city and their crowd has been taunting us. And we felt like we were the losers. We felt like that. Now every team has a coach. And one of the coach's most important skill sets is to help players deal with adversity and keep optimistic, passionate, and moving forward when they are losing games and feel like their hard work is not paying off. Let me say that again. One of the most important roles of a coach is to help players deal with adversity and to keep optimistic, passionate, and moving forward when they are losing games and feel like their hard work is not paying off. Good coaches break off losing cultures from individuals and teams. Good coaches call timeouts at the right time and say, no, let's focus on our fundamentals. Let's not just become reactive. Not, let's not get into pa panic mode. Let's go back to the fundamentals of what we're supposed to do. And I love through Igniting Hope Ministries coaching you, coaching those uh, of you who are believe that we're one of the to be one of the main voices or a, a main voice in your life. I love coaching people who stop by and just need some encouragement and to just stir up your optimism, to stir up your passion, to stir up you moving forward, and to help you remember the fundamentals of what, what the Lord has said. It's time out right now. You're listening to this. It's a time out. You regroup. What are the fundamentals? The greatest of these is love. These three remain, faith, hope, and love. The greatest is love. And so we reaffirm our commitment to love people. We reaffirm our commitment to move in 1 Corinthians 13 love. It says we can do great things, but without that kind of love, it profits nothing. We reaffirm ourselves to be a people of faith, to walk by faith, not by sight, to stand on the word, to stand on the promises of God. And we reaffirm our commitment to hope. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present. And we have the power to help make it so. So we go back to the fundamentals. We go back to what has God told me to believe and what has he told me to do.
And if we don't know what to believe or what to do, then we, we start that journey with the Lord. We start interacting with Him in the Word and interacting with other believers in prayer and communication and fellowship. And, and we begin to grow in our confidence about what He's saying for us to believe and what He's saying for us to do. Sports teams... Do you think about professional sports teams? They go through highs and lows. There are years of great success. This is generally the case. And there are down years where it looks like things will never change. But they almost always do. As I consider some of my favorite basketball or football teams over the last 40 years, I've concluded that the years of difficulty and lack of outward success were actually very beneficial because it forced them to pay a greater price to improve. It made them find better ways to do what they were doing. It helped keep them away from pride and complacency. Many feel that they and their values right now are, are losing. And, but I want to tell you, God thinks long-term. God is moving in, 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 in greater ways. Psalm 37. Listen to this. I believe Psalm 37 is a chapter for the hour. It says, Fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the one who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, it tends only to evil. For the evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. As we think about this topic, it feels like we are the losers. There's another reason I want to say why at times we feel like we're losers when we're not. Anytime we move to a higher level in thought, in speech, in environments that we're in, in circumstances that we're facing, the higher level exposes our weaknesses. It's like playing a sports team who plays better competition, greater competition, it exposes weaknesses you didn't even know you had. If you're a basketball team and you're playing a team that's faster, it's going to expose that. And what you didn't even know was a weakness now becomes very apparent. Now we in society right now, because of the coronavirus, because of everything that's going on, it's it's putting a greater pressure on us and it's, it's putting an exposure on us of emotional weaknesses, of 
indecisiveness of reactions coming out of us, maybe even behaviors coming out of us that would tell us that we are losers, that we don't have what it takes. Listen, I'll tell you this, you're like a toddler learning how to walk at, and you're learning to walk in a season of challenge. You're learning how to walk in, in what seems to be unjust. You're learning how to walk in pressure and it's exposing things. Don't let that exposure in your life cause you to make a conclusion that you're a loser. You're a winner, but you may be having a losing experience. <laughs> I want to close with this. Grandson Caden, I've told this story many times, but I'll tell it again. When he was about three, we were in a park here in Reading his family, my wife, Wendy, and I, and it was getting dust. They shut the park down. We had to go. And he was slow. Everybody else was up by the cars. He's still on the trail. I'm a little bit ahead of him on the trail. I know I need to motivate him. And I say, Caden, let's race. He doesn't move at all. So I move my motivation to a higher level. I say, Caden, I'm winning. And he, without moving at all, he said these words, I'm winning too. <laughs> I'm winning too. Why don't you say it? I'm winning too. I thought, wow, this guy's in last place and he thinks he's a winner. Man, he's got high beliefs. When I grow up, I want to be like him. Well, Caden thought he was a winner because he wasn't in the same race I was in. He was in a totally different race. He was in a race of three-year-olds. What they do. He wasn't in a race to get to the car. Sometimes we think we're losers because we don't know what race we're in. We think we're in the race of being the most popular. We think we're in the race of being the best looking. We think we're in the race of having the best looking family. <laughs> we think we're in the race of, of being the most intelligent, having the most degrees. We're in the race of material possessions, whatever it is. Actually, those aren't even the races we're in. We're in the race right now to do what the Lord wants us to do, to know Him and make Him known. And so I bless you today. It feels like we are the losers. It's not true. We may feel like we're losing, but we're not the losers. I, I just speak right now over you in the name of Jesus. Grace, strength, perspective, wisdom, a fueling of the gift of faith on you. You're important in this hour. God believes in you more than you believe in yourself. Hey, bless you. We're going to start our annual Negativity Fast Positivity Feast on February 14th for in 2021. I'm recording this in January of 2021. And so... If you would like to do that, many of you have already done that. For others of you, that's, this will be a new experience. It's a 40-day negativity fast, positivity feast during the Lent calendar season leading up to Easter, Resurrection Sunday, Good Friday, the cross. And it's a great time. We have a free level where you just sign up. You get an email every day. It's a powerful thing. We have a $35 level where you get more content. It uses my book, Igniting Faith in 40 Days, as the devotional for that. You don't even need the book to do it, but it's going to enhance it. 
So if that's something you want to do, you might want to grab that book, Igniting Faith, in 40 Days on our website, Amazon. We have an audio version of that at Bethel on our website. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. We here at Igniting Hope are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. He who is the most hope is the most influence. And our hope level determines our influence level. Our hopelessness about a situation is almost always more of, more of a problem than what's going on in that situation. And remember too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength at the, in the middle of a battle. <laughs> I say this every time. For almost everybody listening, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. Joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. you know, I need joy now. I need it as a, as a strength right now. And I bless you with breakthrough in joy. Hebrews 1.9, Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness above all his companions. Jesus created a culture of gladness around him. I see God showing you keys to create a culture of gladness around you. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. You can go to our website and sign up for our newsletter. If you haven't, you'll learn about things like our annual negativity fast, positivity feast, other online courses, and the resources that we have. God bless you. If you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about them so they will get their hope ignited. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.